Hello and welcome to Saints Live, the final whistle. I'm Steve Forbes. And I'm Kenzie Vanale. And jubilant scenes here at St Mary's as Southampton defeat Chelsea 2-1 in the Premier League and move up to seventh in the table. Now joining us to analyse all the evening's events, we have former Saints captain Dean Hammond and NBC's lead soccer writer Joe Prince-Wright joining us once again. Dean, we'll come to you first. A little bit of a nail-biting finish, but we got there in the end. Brilliant result, Steve. Um, brilliant performance, full of energy, desire, um, discipline, uh, team effort. I thought um, to a man, Southampton outrun Chelsea, outfought them. Um, it was just a brilliant performance with, with two fantastic goals, um, two brilliant chances in the second half as well. After a, a slow start, and probably Chelsea deserved to maybe go ahead. But the way the team responded again to, to falling, home, uh, falling behind showed really a real maturity in the team and a real mental strength that is, is great to see. They're responding so well to the, that disappointment. Some individual performances again, which were fantastic. Bellacocha again, I know we speak about it all the time, was great. Lavia was brilliant. I, I thought Perro was fantastic, you know, coming into the team after been out for such a long time and, and not having a, a proper pre-season, had a real effect on the game. Um, Diallo done well in, in midfield. James Ward-Prowse had a bit of a different role. And Shay Adams done some uh, some brilliant things up front. He was so strong. The way he held, that, um, held off the Chelsea defence and, and, and protected the ball and brought other players into play, it was a really, again, mature performance from him. Didn't get the goals, won't get the the limelight, um, but he'd done a, a brilliant job for the team. So, yeah, a smile on my face because it was a brilliant performance and, and well-deserved. And Joe said it before that, that um, we just came on air then. Felt quite comfortable. Didn't really feel as though Chelsea were going to score. And that wasn't due to Chelsea being really poor. I just thought Southampton tactically uh, were fantastic tonight and dealt with everything that was thrown at them. Um, so brilliant performance and it's been a good start to the season for from Southampton. Yeah, it certainly smiles all round on Saints Live this evening. Uh, Joe, as Dean said, some standout individual performances. Bella Kotchaps probably added a few million to his value uh, tonight alone. And also, may I congratulate you on a correct score prediction. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It was about time, right? So it had to happen sometime, but I'm delighted, Steve. Um, this is a bonus. I think looking at the first five fixtures of the season to have that many points on the board, as a Saints fan, I would have taken five points. I would have said that would have been a really good start to the season. The fact they got seven points, massive win. It will give this young team so much confidence. And you know, before this game, I think it was one win in 15 in all competitions at home against Chelsea. And I was there the last time Saints won as a fan, 2013, I think it was. So um, going to enjoy this one. Adam Armstrong seeing his quotes afterwards saying they're going to be enjoying this one tonight. And the lads dug deep. Just echo everything Dean said there. It was... Wonderful maturity from a very young team. Um, and there was a belief, I think, as soon as they went behind again, like we've seen against Leeds and Leicester, to gain now, what, seven points from losing positions is something this team hasn't been known for over the last few seasons. So you see that young core, the just basically never say die attitude and the spirit, the belief, and it's really shining through. Bella Kotchap, Lavia, Bazuno and Goal was solid. Shea Adams was excellent through the spine of the team there. They were excellent. And then Diallo and Perro coming in, both had a big role in that first goal. Uh, sorry, Armstrong's goal for the winner. And then Ralph has an or just getting it right. I feel like before the game made the right decisions during the game to slow it down. 
And yeah, as we said, in the end, it was relatively straightforward and, and Saints will maybe be thinking we could have scored three or four. So um, yeah, as a Saints fan, I'm going to enjoy this one tonight and uh, we're all smiling. Yeah, without a doubt, Joe. And Saints fans watching along with us at home are certainly enjoying this one as well. Uh, Lynn has said fantastic performance. Uh, we now march on. Uh, a comment here from Dagfin says, great win watching from Norway. Thank you for your support. Uh, Russ Ward also getting in touch. He's watching on Facebook. He says, uh, wow, all these people viewing and lots of positive comments. Did we win? Uh, yes, <laughs> Russ, we definitely did. It was a, a fantastic win, wasn't it? Well, before we talk about the game in a bit more detail, here's how it panned out, courtesy of BBC Radio Solent. Saints may have lost to Manchester United, but they didn't lose face. And they certainly showed that they are a team coming together. As Jordan says, the battle now, can they find those levels two times in four days? Sterling into the box, excellent tackle. Bella Kotchap, still got defending to do. Rivers lost his cheek round the corner. Half clearance from Bazunu, then jumps on the ball and dies and St Mary's applauds in relief. Chelsea pouring it on again, here comes the free man, Mounts made the run, back post is Sterling, he's going to get a second chance and he puts Chelsea in the lead this time. Raheem Sterling's third goal in two games. Low ball in, it's a weird one, back out to Lavia, shoots and scores! What a brilliant strike from the 18-year-old to mark his first Southampton goal! Ward Prowse ignores the shot from 25 yards, tries it to Perro, squares it to Armstrong! And Adam Armstrong has his first goal since last November! It's a brilliant move from Southampton, who take the lead against Chelsea in stoppage time at the end of the first half! Why didn't he thread it through for Adams? I mean, he's done this time, found Perro brilliantly. In behind, just put it by the back post header, blocked by Kukurea somehow. Back it comes again, and Mendy makes the save from Elianusi. Colombian Sinistera scored for Leeds, make it 1-1 against Everton, and Saints get a downward header, and it's off the line. Bella Kotchak can do everything but score for Saints. Long clearance from Bazunu, come on Michael Oliver, and that's it, or is it the free kick? That's it. Michael Oliver blows the whistle. Southampton have beaten Chelsea at home in the Premier League since March 2013. A 2-1 victory. Adam Armstrong, the goal hero, with his first goal for nearly 10 months. Uh, well, let's analyse the game in a bit more detail then, shall we? Uh, Dean, let's come to you first. Uh, Chelsea did look really dangerous at the start of the game, didn't they? And, and you said earlier that they did deserve to go ahead at that stage. How did that first goal come about? Well, they started the game very well and they settled into the game um, well, Chelsea. I think it was the, the movement of Sterling, um, Hazard's of up front, um, Mason Mount from, from midfield um, were causing... Southampton some problems, Cucurella um, overlapping runs, um, was getting in attacking positions. It was just the, the movement of Chelsea early on in the game um, that were causing Southampton problems. And that's where the goal came from. It was a break from midfield from, from Mason Mount. Um, Hazards was in, involved again. Cucurella going down the left-hand side. And actually, Perro does unbelievable to, to kind of, with the initial cross, where Sterling's going to, um, come in and probably tap it in. It's a, it's a fantastic cross. I think it is from from Cucurella, right in between Bazunu and um, Perro and Sterling. And Perro just kind of gets it behind him, but because he's slid in, he can't quite recover and get to his feet quick enough. And then Sterling really just shows pure class. Really, really composed, really patient in his finish. Goes to finish, slows himself down, almost dummies, and then rolls it into an empty net. So a deserved lead. 
from Chelsea. Um, they just settled a little bit better. But from that moment on, um, Southampton were, were fantastic and um, deserve all the plaudits and all the credit that they're going to get from this performance. But I think they're learning really quickly, these players, you know, on the pitch as well. I think um, analysing the games afterwards, but on the pitch, in the present, you know, what is quite going on? How can we organise this? How can we change this thing? Do we need to be a little bit braver? Do we need to press the ball a little bit more? Do we need to stay in our shape? I think that's the improvement from last year. They're not just waiting. They're taking responsibility and taking hold of the game and changing it during um, the game. And that, that was brilliant and it's great to see. Um, but yeah, Chelsea started well, but Southampton fully deserved that win tonight. Yeah, definitely. Well, we saw a thunderous strike and a first Saints goal for Romeo Lavia, Joe. It seemed to change the game because Southampton hadn't really looked too threatening up until that point. Oh, 100%. And just saw a stat. He's the first player born in 2004 to score in the Premier League. So that makes us all feel really, really young, doesn't it? Um, but I'm, just, I'm seeing his comments after the game and he's saying, I don't even score goals like that in training. And he, he's pretty bemused that it went in, but he's got the quality and he just sums up, I think, the spirit of this this young team now. He, he said it himself after the game. We don't stop. We just keep on going. And he deserved that kind of moment for what he's put in in the opening three or four weeks of the season because Dean and I have mentioned it several times. He's the heartbeat of this team. He always seems to want the ball in tough spots, turns, get Saints on the front foot, is brave. And he's 18 years of age. It was an incredible strike. Obviously, St Mary's went wild. And as we said in games previously, as soon as Saints have gone behind, it sparked them into life. They did that. They scored, had the momentum. And uh, really, after that equalising goal, it only seemed to be going one way. It really knocked the stuffing out of Chelsea, which is not easy to do. They're a very resilient team, full of quality. You only have to look at the players coming off the bench and the players who weren't available tonight. So Dean mentioned it there. Going to get a lot of plaudits for that result. And that goal really, I think, set the tone for the rest of the game and uh, just really, really happy for Lavia because nobody expected him to settle this well in the Premier League. But my word, it's great to see him. It is great to see. Uh, I do not appreciate, though, Joe, how old you have just made us all feel. Um, that is a crazy <laughs> stat indeed. Uh, an absolutely insane young talent, isn't he? But of course, it was a shame, Dean. He, he had to go off injured later on in the game. But what were your thoughts on, on that fantastic strike and, and just his time generally so far in a Saint Chirp? He's been brilliant, Kenzie. He's been absolutely brilliant. I watched him in pre-season um, in, in the Watford game. I watched him live and, if I'm honest, I wasn't expecting this. Um, he looked a little bit um, uneasy, a little bit um, unsure in that role that the manager was going to ask him to play. But from the moment when he, put, he made his debut against Tottenham, he's been fantastic. He's so calm and composed in possession. His awareness is fantastic. His willingness to to receive the ball under pressure and also know where his opposition is. Do I receive it on my left? Do I use my body? Do I see, receive it on my right? He tries to play forward. Um, his positional sense as well defensively is, is mm. fantastic. He always seems to be in the right position. He's not. He's never in a rush. So he's never hurrying across to slide to making the deception. He's always there to just to time it. And, that, and that's a real skill to be able to do that. He reads the game very, very well. But... His goal tonight was brilliant and it all it's all about his first touch. The, his first touch, he gets it exactly where he wants it and then he has the time to compose himself and then the power he generates with his side foot to put it into that corner to beat a goalkeeper like Mendy um, it is fantastic. So, you know, he's a, he's a holding midfield player but he's adding goals to his, his game now 
And actually, he's a lot quicker than I expected across the ground. When he's come into a couple of races in the midfield to win a loose ball or break from midfield, he's got that turn of pace. So, again, I don't want to speak him up too highly because then expectation really, really rises. But he's brilliant. He's been fantastic and he should be really, really pleased with himself. So, yeah, he's becoming a, a real important clog in that Southampton team and, and full credit to him. Well, just before the stroke of half-time, Adam Armstrong popped up with a goal. Joe, can you talk us through that one? Because it turned out to be the winner. It was brilliant, Steve. Uh, Diallo, who was absolutely sensational coming into the team for his first start tonight of the season. Just excellent driving forward, just catching Chelsea unawares, really. Um, driving towards the box, found Ward Prowse, worked it wide to Perro. Lovely cross just into a dangerous area. Um, and yeah, I think... Armstrong deserves that, right? He's worked so hard this season in an unfamiliar position out on the left. Dean highlighted it before the game. Really good at cutting inside and just giving defenders different problems to deal with, with his pace and trickery. But, you know, he's had a few shots from outside the box, right? Where he doesn't quite look confident. He doesn't look like he thinks he's going to score. But it was great to see him just put his head down, uh, put it towards the corner, got a little bit of a flick from Koulibaly, I think it was, and went in. But... You could see the way that the players reacted and celebrated with him. They appreciate all the hard work that Adam Armstrong puts in. And he really, if anybody deserves a goal through sheer endeavour and just hard work, it's him. I was delighted to see that, Steve. But it was a great team move. Diallo through the middle, switching it out to the left. And then Perro, that's what he's in the team to do, right? That's why you miss sort of a natural fullback in those positions, why Saints have missed him so much through injury. Lovely ball back and uh, Armstrong finished it off very nicely. So what a big, big moment for him uh, and a good start to the season for Adam Armstrong. Yeah, well, we certainly uh, enjoyed watching that goal and Dean, a great time to score on the stroke of half time as well. It was best time to score just before you're going into the, the dressing room. And like Joe's just talked about, what a goal it was. What a team goal. The, the drive and endeavour from Diallo from midfield. Um, the pass to James Ward-Prowse, if you look at the goal and you break it down and slow it down, the awareness from James Ward-Prowse, the amount that he probably looks over his shoulder three or four times to know where Perro is, the weight of the pass that runs into to Perro's path, and then the intelligence from Perro to put it into an era, uh, area of the, of the box, or he's picking Adam Armstrong out, and the movement from Adam Armstrong. He doesn't dart across the, the front post where you generally would think a, a forward would, he pulls himself into an air right on the penalty spot. And again, it's down to that first touch. He gets the ball where he wants it. Um, and it's a good strike, clean strike. There's a little bit of luck because it takes a little bit of flick, but it, I think it's going in anyway. Um, but again, it's great for him to to score tonight because he do, he will get judged on his goals, unfortunately. But he's been brilliant on the left-hand side. He, he really, really has. I, I like watching him play. And I think the manager has to take some credit for that because I think it could really suit Adam Armstrong playing on that left-hand side because he, he's been really, really creative and he worked so hard in the second half. There was a couple of times where he was sprinted back and he won uh, interceptions and he won the ball back. And that is so important um, for the team. And the one thing I like about him, you rarely see him get frustrated. You rarely see him dig a, a teammate out if he doesn't get the pass or you see him get frustrated himself if he takes a shot from distance and it doesn't go on. He kind of just, right, OK, move on. Next part of the game, next moment of the game, I'll get it right next time. So, yeah, brilliant. I and mean, a great time to score and a, and a great goal. So I'm sure that dressing at half-time needed to be calmed down a little bit because being 2-1 up against Chelsea doesn't always happen. <laughs> 
Going into the second half, the bulk of the chances went Southampton's way. We saw Moyeli and Usi have one blocked and then Salasu was denied on the line. Joe, how would you rate Southampton's second half performance? Excellent. I'd say it's better than the first half, to be honest, Steve. It was dominant. Chelsea didn't have any answers. You expected a response from them, right, going in 2-1 down at half-time. But if anything, it looked like Saints were more likely to extend the lead. I mean, you mentioned it there, Al Yunusi really unlucky. It was a good block by Kukurea, but another good move by Perro down the left. And then, obviously, Salasu's header. I have no idea how Thiago Silva somehow hooked that off the line of his back heel when the ball was behind him. It was great bit of defending. Um, and you were kind of just thinking, please do not let this cost Saints and, and cough up two points of a late equaliser for Chelsea. But barring a few crosses that were whipped in it was really really comfortable and I was just surprised with the energy because there wasn't too many changes from the team that worked so hard against Manchester United at the weekend but the energy levels were absolutely incredible I mean people like Ward Prowse, Salasu, Balakotcha, Al Yanusi they were running themselves into the ground and Walker Peters as well I mean I could go through the whole team uh, but some some of those players really put a huge shift in just a couple of days after doing exactly the same against Man United. And, you know, seeing some of the quotes come in from Ralph after the game, it was, you know, the perfect performance, their DNA, the fighting spirit. And what I love is that, he, this is a great quote, he said, there's a lot of empty space on the hard disk for these players and that they can learn and just get even better. So um, it's really promising that the fight and the effort and commitments there but you can see as well, there's so much more potential in this young team. So that's the most exciting thing for me. Almost going away from that thinking, oh, I could have beat Chelsea 3 or 4-1. So, but 2-1's fine. I won't get greedy. Yeah, we'll take 2-1. That'll do, won't it? <laughs> uh, Dean, let's talk about the uh, defensive display as a whole then. Because Chelsea had 68% of the possession tonight. Uh, but Bazuno didn't really have an awful lot to do, did he? No, except for probably the, the save at the end, which is quite comfortable from, from Brogia's header. Um, but I think it was because of the team shape, um, the team discipline. Um, they made it very hard for, for Chelsea. The amount of times that Chelsea had to pass the ball backwards or sideways tonight was unexpected and not like Chelsea. It's just because they, they couldn't, if they had to play forward, they would have had to have forced the pass because the gaps weren't there, the opportunities weren't there. Um, and that helped the back four. But again, when the ball did come in the box, the amount of clearances and and headers that Bella Kocak won and, and Salasu won. It's down to their positioning. It's down to their desire to get the first contact before the opposition. Um, and they defended very, very well. Even towards the end, when Sterling got in behind Carl Walker-Peters with a, a one-two, it was really good because Bella Kocak didn't run out to Sterling. Sterling was waiting for him to come, to open up that gap. And he was really patient and just held his shape and, and moved at the, uh, the right point when Sterling had to cross it and it goes into Pasunu's arm. So there was moments like that. That's what I'm talking about, the maturity of the players. They're learning within the moment and it's, it's, it's really good to see. It really, really is. I'm sure there's going to be mistakes during the season, but they, they were excellent tonight in the, in the way they defended as a team. You know, at the end where James Ward-Prowse chases that ball down, when Mendy's up for, for the corner, the energy that the players had to be able to do that was fantastic and they showed that defensively as well so again full credit to the players well, tonight's win leaves Southampton with seven points from five games and not just any five games a really difficult looking five games Joe and you must be delighted with that absolutely Steve um yeah Tottenham Man United and Chelsea in your first five games of the season doesn't get a lot tougher than that 
And yes, as I mentioned before, as a Saints fan, I would have said five points. I would have snapped your hand off after those first five games. So the fact they got a couple of more, it's a huge bonus. And now there's a run of games that you think more winnable. Every game in the Premier League is tough. We know that. It doesn't always work out like that. But what I love is, Dean mentioned it there, there's learning. You can see even from the first weekend of the season against Tottenham where a few things went wrong. Then even in games, the Leeds game, the second half, when they figured out how to come back. Same against Leicester. Deserved more for their performance uh, than they got against Man United. And then today, a totally deserved win against a Chelsea side that was missing a few players, but this young side made the most of it and took the opportunity. And um, I'm absolutely delighted, as you can tell, buzzing as a Saints fan, just to have some positive momentum. Obviously, the end to last season was not ideal, but in many ways, it was one of the best things that could have happened. And it meant that a lot of these young players were brought in early in the summer. They bedded in nicely. And as you guys could tell from the atmosphere there at St. Mary's tonight and the pictures we saw on the TV screens, the fans are all on board and totally behind the manager and the players. And there is no better feeling than that as a fan. And hopefully this is the first of many big wins this season. Yes, amen to that indeed, Joe. Um, well, let's head back to social media to see what the fans are saying watching along at home. Uh, Lynn Emerson on Facebook has said, wow, we played like gladiators tonight, uh, defended as one, never gave up and took our chances. Uh, well done, lads. You deserve a good rest after that performance. Uh, Tim has got in touch. He says, well done, the Saints. Also on Facebook. Uh, Mark on Facebook is saying, Lavia class act. He sure is. Um, we've got a comment here from Joseph Elson. He says, fantastic. Um, from well played against Manchester United come to win again today with three points great attack um, and Jeff Foster also sending in this message he says brilliant game the Saints what a team effort well let's hear from Ralph Hasenhutl now here's what the Saints boss had to say after the game it's the first win against Chelsea since I'm here and uh, away we have won but they're not at home so it is uh, not only because of the win, also because of the atmosphere in the end. It was it was really intense. It was an intense game for, for us all, for the fans, for the players, for the staff, to coach from outside. We had changed the shape. Every was uh, against such a good team, dangerous. But uh, in the end, the team uh, showed some fantastic resilience and and uh, deserved to get something today. You speak about the fans, the atmosphere inside of the stadium. How much did that play a part in helping the boys over the line tonight? Yeah, it was important in the last minutes that <laughs> yeah, that you that you feel the energy and that they are carrying you over the last minutes uh, because we've invested a lot uh, sprinting from the Sixers, from the wingers. I mean, Armstrong is a good example for making sprints against the ball and always be there and always uh, press them there and it's so, so much work. But in the end, you get the reward for it and everybody's happy. To come from behind as well, does that make it even more satisfying? No, it seems that we need to, this season to turn things around and, and this is also something that turned around completely. Now we are with the guys, they are, they are changing uh, the direction. This is good. Well, next up it is Wolves away on Saturday. Dean, they've got a day's less rest. They play Bournemouth tomorrow. Are you confident heading into that one? Full of confidence, Steve, but I think that the next part of the development is backing up a, the last two performances and the result from tonight to be able to go to Wolves and, and put another good performance in um, and the result will take care of itself. Wolves are they're actually a really good team. Um, they don't score many goals and that's their problem, but they're technically they're very, very good. They create chances and um, they're actually a good Premier League team now. So it, it will be a difficult game. It really, really will. Um, but if the players take the same approach 
um, and they go in with that mentality of, of wanting to win the game and sticking together if there is disappointment, um, then Southampton are going to have a lot of success this season. So I hope it continues against Wolves. It will be a tough game, um, but they'll be full of confidence. And I think the fans and all of us are full of confidence in this this young team. And they're just full of enthusiasm. They're great to watch. They really, really are. And that's what you want from your football team. Loads of energy, um, the will to win. Um, and now they've got the ability to win. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Joe, what are your feelings ahead of that trip to Molyneux at the weekend? Really, really excited, I think, because the potential we've seen, uh, the different ways that this young team can play, different styles within the game. Dean mentioned it there. They kind of understand what's going on and can just change uh, on the flip of a switch the way they're playing and how to press and, and go after it. I think they'll have to be quite patient against this Wolves team. They're a team that likes to possess the ball a lot, have the ball a lot which will actually probably help Saints out, be very similar performance probably needed to tonight in terms of they can let Wolves have the ball a lot. Dean mentioned it too, they don't score a lot of goals. So as long as Saints stay pretty solid at the back, you think they're going to get a lot of opportunities on the break. And um, I'm looking at the bench, Mara, Aribo, Stuart Armstrong, players of that ability to bring on in that kind of situation or maybe start depending on uh, players, if any of them came out of injuries or how how tired they are after these two massive performances and, and just minutes they put in over the last few days. Um, but I'm really confident and it, it's just exciting. I'm just really excited. And Dean mentioned it there. As a fan of a team, you want to see your players running through a brick wall for you. They're doing this and then they have the quality to put the ball in the back of the net when it's when it's needed to as well. So, um, yeah, very, very happy sounds of fan tonight. Very, very happy Saints fans all round, I think, Joe. Uh, Joe Dean, always a pleasure to have your company. That was certainly a fun one tonight. Uh, and we look forward to seeing you both very, very soon. As we've mentioned, it is a trip to Molyneux this Saturday. We take on Wolves at three o'clock. So, of course, we'll be back with you on Saints Live from 1.45. So make sure you join us then. Bye for now. See you later.